about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. The program is called All In With The Lord. The motivation behind the program is how we can actually get closer to understanding God's Word and use it on a reality basis, like in for real life, not just in a worship sense, but in a real living conditions. It is all about serving the Lord. It is all about understanding the Word, the quantum world, how it all works, how does it fit together, and how can it benefit you today. Too often, as Christians, we have learned how to wait and wait and wait. We're going to wait on the Lord. How about He's waiting on you? How about He's waiting on us? That's the way we have to look at it. When Jesus came to this planet, did what he did, he finished it. Did you remember those last words? It is finished. So there's nothing to wait for. The only thing to wait for is you and I as we catch up to what the Word has promised. So as we begin today, let's take a mindset that we've got a lot to learn, a short time to learn it, and we're going to get this down in our spirit so that we can begin living today as the Lord has made. And he says in his word, this is the day that he gave us, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you doing that? Are you rejoicing? Are you being glad in today? Are you still running, hiding, and wondering where God is and how and when He will show up? He showed up, and the work is done. Everything you and I need is finished, and all we've got to do is learn how to receive it from the kingdom of God. Where is the kingdom of God? Let me, let me, uh, let's get a map up here so you can show me where the kingdom is, because I doubt you will be able to show me. The kingdom of God is at hand. What does that mean? The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is here. What did Jesus mean? What does that mean? Listen, God made you. Oh, man, did he ever. He created the most wonderful and most amazing, supernatural human being ever, even outdid his own expectations. His name was Adam, because he came from Adams. Well, I don't know if that's why he called him Adam, but that was his name, Adam. So, here we are. And he, God created him. And of course, he said, you know, it's not good for him to be alone, so then he removed a piece of Adam, and made him the perfect partner, one that Adam was very excited about. So now you had Eve, 
and you had Adam. And then we have them. God knows how long they were living before they ran into that tree of knowledge of good and evil. But you have Adam and Eve, and he created this earth. Now, so did he create the earth so that Adam would have to take care of it? Or did he create the earth so it would take care of Adam? Adam was made in the image and likeness of the Creator. The, this the, God made, he outdid himself. He made someone that actually looked like him, talked like him, created, and he created an environment. That's the earth's realm. God created the environment. And I'm not going to go through all of creation. Go to the Bible and read it in Genesis. He created an environment in which Adam could act and do and be just like God. Not God, just like God. Which meant the earth was created for him. Now, we have our senses, and in these wonderful earth suits, which are bodies, we have the senses of smell, touch, feel, hear, you know, all the senses. But there is another realm that you don't see. Now, Adam might have been able to see that before, it, before he disconnected from it. But in that realm, okay, it's the invisible to our eyes realm. The first thing we've got to get straight. We are energy. We are an energy, massive energy. Scientists will tell you that. We are vibrating at a free... Every human being has a frequency. God has a frequency that he operates at. Now, he may be able to operate at all of them, but he is God. He is the creator of all that we know about anything. And that vibration, that frequency, that is a frequency, everything. Everything in this earth, including the earth, is vibrating at a frequency. Everything that we can see, touch, feel, hear, is a frequency. How do you even hear what someone else says except that when we speak through our vocal cords, the words go out through an invisible, invisible, you can't see it, realm, and it causes vibrations in that realm, and your ears pick up the vibrations and interpret it to the mind as communication. You must understand that every single word you utter is vibrating in the invisible world. It is doing something in the invisible world. And when God created Adam, he gave him dominion over everything in the earth, including the invisible realm. 
There is an invisible... If you don't believe it, turn on your car radio to a regular local station and tell me, how is that getting to that car? Yeah, it's a station with a number, and it has a frequency that it's allowed to operate at. Do you know how many frequencies there are? There's a ton. Now, you got to get this in your head. You are energy. Your words are energy. There is a frequency that you operate at. There is an invisible world. And there are frequencies that bring to you the curses that are all in Deuteronomy. And there are frequencies that bring to you the blessings, which are also in Deuteronomy. So, what is the difference? The difference is you. The difference is what you are attracting to you because of what you believe when you speak. Go to the book of James. The power of life and death are in the tongue. Now, we read that stuff, and not being scientific, and not being you know, one of these uh, scientists that knows lots of this stuff, you don't understand it. What good reason? But we're older now. You're mature now. You need to go. And now you got YouTube now. You can go look it up. You can find out that there is a frequency. And when you speak, the reason another person can hear you is because you are vibrating. These words are vibrating and they are going through this atmosphere. And there are people who called it ether. I mean, when you go back and read Napoleon Hill or any of those guys who wrote about this stuff, and they just gave it a name, but whatever, it's called ether, ether. And it's just, it's something that's invisible, but it connects all of us. We live in an environment, like fish live in water. We live in the earth realm environment that was created by the creator for us to exist. You have oxygen. You couldn't live without it. You have light. You have energy, because we are energy. When you get tired at the end of the day, you have to go to sleep to recharge your energy. Energy. <laughs> energy. <laughs> but we don't shut off this computer system when we go to sleep. We don't turn it all the way off, because you die. So it works while you sleep. It re it reassimilates, it refixes, it goes through all the data of the day, puts it in compartments. Sometimes you have dreams, but all these things that you don't understand are happening. And all around you, all these frequencies that you don't understand are happening. So what I'm trying to get across is that we don't know so much and it's what you don't know that God's Word wants to instruct you how to get through. It's the manufacturer's handbook. The Bible is the manufacturer's handbook. That's how it works. Okay. Now, there is a vibration for everything. If you're sitting in a chair, 
the molecules in that cheer are all vibrating at the same frequency, therefore they're clinging together, and they create the cheer. If we somehow could change the vibration structure of that chair, you would fall to the ground. We would disintegrate it. Everything is vibrating at a frequency. You got to get this. The kingdom of God is at hand. What is the kingdom of God? Jesus said, I'm going to go by, when they said to him, oh, the apostles you know, asked a lot of questions, and I'm sure they saw a lot of things. But they said, show us how to pray. How, how do we get results like you? And he said, number one, our Father. Call him your Father. Call God your Father. He is your Father. Now, why can you say that? Because now you are saying, I'm no longer under the Father of lies. I'm choosing to be under the Father God who created me. Because there is another father of this planet. His name is Lucifer. He is a liar. And don't expect anything out of him other than a lie. So when you hear things about yourself, inside of yourself, that aren't true, I can pretty much tell you who's talking to you. He is the father of lies. God is the father of truth. Okay, our God, our Father, who art in heaven, <clears throat> not here, our Father, who art in heaven, hallow, holy, 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 holy be your truth, holy be your word, holy, lift him up as holy. I don't know that a lot of people understand what it means to reverence the Creator. Oh, we say the words, but will we really lift him up, our Father, who art in heaven? Hallow be thy name. Holy, if anyone says your name in an unholy way, I will intervene. I will never want to do that myself. I want to reverence your name. Hallowed be thy name. Thought, and here it comes. Ready? Thy kingdom come. What? Thy kingdom come? I thought it was here. Wait. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay? Thy will be done. Okay, how, now, what is God's will? Now, that's a good question, right? A lot of people have a lot of weird answers for that one. Well, you never know what God's going to do. Oh, really? Tell the moon that. Tell the stars that. Tell the sun that. Tell the earth that's vibrating at the same frequency and rotating at the same speed and so it doesn't throw you off. I know what God's going to do. God created everything to work precisely just the way he wants it. He's not a God of chaos. So get that out of your head. You never know what God's going to do. I will tell you how to answer that. You never know what will happen in your life based on you being the God of your own life, messing it up without God's will. That's what you don't know. 
you don't know what you're doing to yourself with the chaotic thinking and the reckless talking that's going into the quantum world and vibrating all around you, causing the things you don't want to continue to happen. Oh, yeah. Self-talk. Self-talk's a big one. As a Christian, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Okay, so look around you. Do you like what you have? Do you like what you see? If the answer is no, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What has to change? God? Do we not know what God's going to do? Or is it your heart that has to change? And I'm not talking about the blood pump. I'm talking about the central core being of who you are. Your heart, Jesus talked about it, is the dirt. It's the earth that you sow seed into. If you don't change your heart, you can't change the outcome. Your heart has been totally corrupted. How do we know that? Because each one of us was born into this earth to get an earth suit. There's no other way to get an earth suit. You had to be born, you had to have a mother. That's what you had to have, a womb. A womb man. That's what you had to have. A man with a womb. A womb man. A woman. Okay? Now, you got into the earth. You had a blank slate. Now, you had the equipment. Let's talk about the equipment. You've got a body. Some bodies came through maybe not so perfect at first. But you have a body. You have ears. You have nose. You have eyes. They're all in the right place. How'd that happen? Your hands. Your feet. Your body. All the parts that make it work. But you got more. You have more than that. God didn't put man on this earth with an invisible world without equipment to regulate that invisible world. You want to hear about it? Here it is. You have an imagination. You have an imagination that can imagine anything. And that imagination is directly connected to what the earth calls the subconscious, but what we as Christians call the heart. And that thing is turned on 24 hours a day. From the time you're born, it's never shut off. Its job is to bring to you in your life everything you think you want. Here's the problem. What you think you want. It doesn't shut off. It doesn't have a sense of humor. It doesn't know when you're kidding, telling jokes and making fun and putting people down. It doesn't know. It thinks that's what you want and creates your world based on what you are putting out. Now, in the first five, six years, it's a blank slate, but we have parents, we have relatives, we have friends who all begin to shape what we think. What we think, thoughts are being bombarded into us when we're born. And unfortunately, from the time when Adam fell, they are all thoughts of other people's opinions of how everything works in life. Some with prejudice, some without. Some on the left, some on the right. Some 
not even anywhere, just lost. Some kids grew up without parents. Some kids grew up with parents that are on drugs. And what kind of truth did they get from them? I mean, I remember talking to a, a school principal who said the biggest problem they have is kids come to kindergarten and no one has ever read them a story. <clears throat> and they wanted to set up a program before kindergarten just to read stories to kids. All the, There is a brand new child with a clean slate of what to think. And that deposited information, whatever it is. Now, if, if they're being made to feel like they're not loved, or they're screamed at, yelled at, if they're, if they're told they're nothing, they'll never amount to anything, you're putting data in there that they will later in life have to combat in order to get out of there. Fortunate is the person who grew up in a loving family. And, and, and fortunate is the person who grew up in a Christian community where they at least got some of the Word. I'm not saying they got all of it, because a lot of churches don't provide the Word, but they do provide a Christian environment more so than the child that grew up with nothing. But each one of us, each one of us grew up with something put into us that we've got to overcome throughout our lives. In my world, my mother, unfortunately, had was divorced when I was eight months old. And I never did actually meet my real father until I was 40. That's a whole other story. So then what happens is we have input from how they felt about each other from the person you're with. You have all this data. True? Well, it's true based on the emotions of how someone feels, but it's not the Word of God. The Word of God tells us to love one another, forgive each other. So we're going back to our Father, the Holy One. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the kingdom of God and how it operates is how God used the same system to build the earth, to build everything in it. When he said, light be, light began to exist at the rate of 186,000 miles per second and continues to expand the universe at that rate? Why? Because he set it into an environment with a frequency, and it listens to that frequency and causes it to happen. That's how the kingdom works. Everything that we see, touch, feel, was first not seen, touched, and felt. It was first imagined, and then it was spoken, and with confidence. And every word you speak has in it the seed of what you believe when you speak it. The Bible tells us you will give account for every idle word. Why? Because every word is vibrating at a frequency and you're affecting something. 
when you speak, even in your weakest time, in your most deceived time, you are affecting the quantum world, the invisible kingdom, with your words. And what you believe when you say them is coming back into your world. I'll never, I'll always be broke. Really? Think about what you're doing in the, in the invisible world. I think the biggest shock is going for Christians, for those who believe in the Lord, love the Lord, but the biggest shock you're going to get is when you get to heaven, when you actually get off this planet, you leave earth, and yes, because you call Jesus your Lord, you will be in heaven. But the biggest shock is going to be when you find out that everything you wanted to come to pass was at hand. You had it in your hand. The keys to the kingdom were handed to you. And all you had to do was use them. All you had to do, you could change anything in your environment because God made you just like him. You are made in the image and likeness of God. Now, for those who want to dispute that, go read the word. I know that we have been beat up in our minds and our minds are at war. There's two things going on in there. The way you were taught in the earth and the way the word says we are. And the Bible says that God's word be true and every man a liar. So whatever man has told you, whatever man is telling you, whatever the news is telling you, whatever Google is telling you, understand it's worthless compared to the word of God. Oh, Art, men wrote that Bible. Really? Let me explain something to you, Mr. Know-it-all. The Holy Spirit, which is a frequency, encrypted and protected, contains in it complete direction from God. And that Holy Spirit connects to his people here on the earth. And every single word in that book is inspired, controlled, organized and placed methodically right where it belongs by the holy encrypted frequency, the Holy Spirit. So we live, whether you like it or not, in a frequency world. Do I sound a little rough? Do I sound a little tough? Do I sound a little enforcing? It's because Christians need to wake up and understand you are the reason your world isn't where it needs to be. And it can change. It can change tomorrow. It can change in 90 days or less. Every part of it. That's the good news. The gospel. What is the gospel? Jesus came and said, you could have life and have it more abundantly. But you got to learn more than you know. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Are you one of those that's perishing for lack of knowledge? Well, wake up. There's time. There's time. You can turn it around, and you can do it now with the Word of God. I'm going to go through it with you. 
and talk about how we can change the frequency that we're operating at. We are operating at a frequency, and if you're broke, busted, sick, and disgusted, it's not a good one. And you need help. And God's Word is the answer. God's Word is the answer. Make the change. We can do it together. I will explain to you how it works, and we'll be right back after these messages. Don't go away. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Welcome back to the program. I hope you stayed with us through the break just long enough to take a breath, reignite to get back to where we were talking about how the kingdom of God operates. So in our lives, whether we like it or not, whether you believe it or not, I really don't care what you believe, but we do need to you to believe and understand there is this place called the kingdom of God. It is an invisible realm. It is on the earth. And all frequency, all things operating in frequencies are operating in that realm. And God has given you and I an opportunity, a way to affect the frequency, to cause this change in the earth. And it has to do with speaking out of your mouth. It has to do what's in your heart. Because one of the things about answered prayer, and you'll find this out in just talking to people, that you know you cannot expect prayer to be answered if you're holding something against someone else. It is one of the biggest stumbling blocks. And why is that? Let's talk about it. Because when you're mad at someone, or when you are upset, or when you are attacking someone, anyone, or just mad at yourself even, well, you'll find out is you will find out absolutely that because of that, you've changed your frequency. You've changed the operational frequency that you're at. Because when you're upset, your emotions are affected. Everything about you is affected. And it definitely makes you vibrate at a different frequency, which causes you to attract things you don't want. Things you do not want in your life will come when you're operating at that frequency. So when God said to us, love one another as I have loved you, forgive and it shall be forgiven. Let's go to the Lord's Prayer again because, you know, everybody, it, it became so, auto, it becomes so automatic. I mean, people, oh, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Slow it down. These, the apostles were asking Jesus a serious question. How should we pray to get the kind of results 
that you get. And we just take it like, well, they're Jesus results. I could never do that. And all the while, Jesus is saying, I'm trying to show you guys how you can do what I do, because I'm going to go to be with the Father, and now you're going to have an advocate. So when you pray, I'll be there to make sure and watch over it and get it done. So Jesus said, pray like this, our Father, Holy Father, holy, holy, holy be thy name, who art in heaven, hallowed, holy, holy be thy name, thy kingdom, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, on this planet, as it already is in heaven. So how do you think it is in heaven? You know, it's funny because when I say to people, when somebody comes to me and they'll say, you know, I think God's doing something in my life that uh, isn't good, but it's helping me to learn something. Listen, God doesn't need to employ the devil in order for you to get your life in order, okay? But the devil is doing all the work on his own. He's an independent contractor, okay? He comes out of nowhere to do what he wants to do, which is take over your brain. If he can take over your brain, if he can make you think thoughts of unworthiness or mad or upset with someone, broke, busted, sick, disgusted, if he can make you think you deserve that, then he can get you to attract that. And if you have that going on in your life, he takes you off the board, so to speak. You're out of the equation. The Bible tells us that God foreknew us. And for each one of us, that's why every life is so important. Each one of us, he had a plan for us before we entered the earth realm. Lucifer is trying to disrupt every single plan of God because he's trying his best to make God's word not come true. Because if God breaks one of his words, then he would be a liar. And, and if that's the case, everything would cease to exist the way it is. God would no longer be the God of all of everything. He would have lied. He can't. In the courts of heaven, in the justice system of heaven, he cannot ever break one of his words. That's what makes him God. That's what makes us able to trust him. So his will be done. He has in you a destiny. There's something only you, I don't care if you're a housewife, I don't care if you're a, 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 a janitor, I don't care what job or where you work or don't work or retired or refired or whatever. God has a destiny that he needs you, and you're the only one that can do it to pull off. And he's calling you to erase out of your mind all the obstacles and, uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you to that destiny, which then helps him put together the whole picture of the body of Christ. Christ was the head. He is the head. He came here as the head. Every one of us makes up parts of the body. Some are the mouthpiece, some are arms, some are legs, some are the financers to pay for things, whatever it is. And there are people that are coming past you in your life that only will come past you in life. So you, you need to, we need to, all of us need to be aware of the destiny that God has planned and picked. 
handpicked for us. If you are someone who was married and you're no longer married because you're a widow or widower, and you say, boy, I don't know what to do now. But God or God has a plan for that. He planned for that. It, it's not an accident. Everything, now, God didn't plan for someone to die, but in his infinite information and data, he knew because of choices made when that would happen. So he has a plan to overcome that. And he had that plan from the beginning of, of, of before you were even born. I, I, it's not that he's doing it. He just has calculated all the decision that we'll ever make. One of, I, I, and I think I said this in part one of this program. I mean, the greatest revelation for me is what when I say, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I really believe that God's will, that what his perfect plan for me is or for you, if you would allow him to bring it to pass by embracing it, you will find yourself the happiest person alive because he already knows what makes you happy. He already knows every choice you'll ever make or want to make. And if you had to pick, if you're not married and you had to pick a partner, you don't know how to pick that partner, but the Holy Spirit does. If you are someone who's starting a business and you say, I don't understand all the things or how I even got here, you don't need to. But God has already put that together because he has a plan for you. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Right now, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people are now seeing their businesses turn around in a positive way in the midst of the worst ec economic decisions ever made. Not because of those decisions are you seeing yourself in a position to make money, but because of the orchestrating of the Word of God in your life and the power of God's Word in your life. God wants you to prosper. A great transfer of wealth is moving into the kingdom of God right now. A huge transfer of We're alive at a moment in history that will forever be in history throughout the eternity when all of the wealth of the sinner is transferring over to those who have a plan to do the will of God. Ask the Lord today, what is your will for my life? Thy will be done on earth, here on this planet, as it is in heaven. In heaven, it's going to be his will. And you'll be thrilled that it is because you'll be the happiest you've ever been. When you get to the place called heaven, when you got your new earth suit, your new body, and your spirit person, you're going to look great. You're going to feel great for all eternity. And you're never going to be bored. You are going to be doing all the things you love to do. That is heaven. God organized it. But there are those who are fighting his will. Right now, if you want to be happy on earth, if you want to have be a part in, in kingdom history, which is right now, you think the Acts of the Apostles was something? Right now, we're about to see the opportunity of an eternity. Because once this is over, once it, Jesus returns, once it's over, there will never be an opportunity like this again. Jesus is Lord. He's the head, we're the body. So if thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, he said, our daily bread. What does that mean? Give us this day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything I need today. My daily bread, what to eat, what to do, how to 
get through life, whatever I need. Thank you for that. Give us this day our daily bread, right? And deliver us from any temptation. Deliver us, but forgive us. We forgive those, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those. Now, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, you're already blocking the system. You're already interfering in the system. With Your quantum vibrations are wrong. You quantum, if you're upset, mad, worried, fearful, I don't care what it is, you're, you're deliberately sabotaging your own kingdom of God operating in your life. You are attracting the very thing that you don't want. That's what happened in the book of Job, where he said, the thing I feared has come upon me. Listen, the quantum invisible world is real. It's real. Angels live there. Frequencies are there. Things you can't see are there. It's right here around you. You can't see it with these eyes, only with your faith eyes. And it's a one-way mirror with you and I on the eyes of faith. We see what we sh we should be seeing what we want. Therefore, the mirror image of it or the reality of it will come to pass. But if you consistently, consistently fear, doubt, unbelief, think things aren't going your way or never will go your way, or God's doing this to you because somehow if, if you suffer, you're going to be a better person. Listen, by you suffering, you don't make anything better one iota. You will learn from it. You will learn. That's, that's the truth. Because all things work together for good for those who trust the Lord. But God Almighty did not originate that suffering. That came from rebellion and not listening to the Word of God. That's how Adam got us here in this situation. Now, every one of us can, can continue to choose to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Or you can unplug from it, which is hard, and go directly to the tree of life and then go and get the tree, the fruit from that tree, which will restore you. How do we do that? From the Word of God. The Word is the seed that must regrow in all of us. A lot of us have old thoughts and old trees that have to be uprooted, Jesus said. They have, my Father has to uproot them. But in order to get that ground cleared, you have to take the new seed, which is when you first plant it, is as small as a mustard seed. So when you first put it in, you first say it the first time, it doesn't feel like much because it's so small. But when you keep saying it and keep believing it, it grows up inside of you and replaces those old trees so that you can now live connected to the tree of life. It takes time to get there, but you will get there if you consistently take the word of God and put it in. So how do you do that? How do we put in the word of God? How do we change this person that we're battling with all the time? Because there is this invisible world. The body, the system doesn't shut off. As long as you're alive on this planet, you are attracting the very thing that you are thinking about and what you believe in your heart. I don't care what it is, you are a magnet attracting what's in your heart. It's not good 
you got to fix your heart. The heart has to be repaired. That's the earth. That's the dirt. It has to be cultivated. Got to get the rocks out. Got to get the stones out. Got to get the weeds out. Got to get the, that, that ground ready so that when you put in God's word, bang, it shoots up and grows and fast. Because here's the other thing. God is Jesus is coming back soon. You've heard that before, but I want to tell you, it's never been as soon as now. We are sooner than later. Let me tell you, he is about to return. You have a choice. You can participate in being blessed with the fullness of the invisible kingdom of God operating in your life, or you can continue to say, oh, that can't be real. I'm just going to go on being who I am. And, you know, I, I'll get through. I'll get through. Oh, you'll get through, especially if you believe Jesus is Lord. But if you don't believe Jesus is Lord, if you didn't make him Lord, if you don't accept that he died for you, went to hell, and was risen from the dead so that you don't have to die, yeah, you don't have to die, by the way. That's a choice, too. But most people will. And the Bible says we're appointed only to die once, thank God. But that happened when Jesus died on the cross. Because that is the death date for all of us. So what are you going to do with that? That's what the Bible says, that we all died with Christ. So you did die one, but that was 2,000 years ago. So now what? Now, when your body wears out or when you decide to leave this planet, you're never going to die. You're not going to taste death. Jesus tasted it for you. You're going to transition right out of this planet. You're just going to change where you're residing. Your earth suit's going to stay because you're going to get a new one. But your spirit man is going to go with the Lord immediately. And that spirit man, because it's born again, no longer is the property of Lucifer. The old man who he's stuck with is going to deteriorate and rot. Satan's going to be left with a rotted, lot of rotted corpses. But the spirit of life that came from God is removed and taken back to where it came from with God. God had a plan to get us all back. He's not losing anything. He's getting us back, but we got to cooperate. And how we cooperate is by agreeing that Jesus died for our sins. The price is paid. It's paid. You, God, not holding one thing against anybody. You are holding it against yourself, but he's not. Get your sins forgiven. Go to the Lord and be redeemed. So what happened? The Lord is coming back and he's going to put everything in order, but not till he, but right now, while we're waiting, while we're in that moment, everything is being translated over, transferred over to the kingdom for those who believe. Now, we've got to believe. That's why I'm saying we've got to open our eyes to the invisible world. All around you is everything you need. You just can't see it. I don't care what it is. Pick the top three things you need today, whether it's money to pay the rent or food or none of that. Maybe it's just a car. Maybe it's pay off the house. Maybe you have too many credit cards. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you, they, somebody just told you you got 30 days to live. Doesn't matter. Worst case scenario is we're out of here, okay? But that, to die is game. But let's not rush it. You can, tell, you can take authority over this by speaking words of faith into the quantum world. So whatever the circumstances, whatever part of your body needs to change the vibration, okay, you can change it with the Word. The Word will change it. The Word. The Word. The Word. The Word of God. The Word of God. The Word. Put into the Bible. Taken out. Read. 
opened up revelation knowledge from the Holy Spirit, causing you to get wired up and fired up and believe that you can change things because you have been given dominion over everything on this planet. So when you get to heaven and you want to start blaming God, like, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? He's going to take you to the little kindergarten room and he's going to show you that you were the one who did it all to yourself. Is that going to be a revelation? What? So why not get it right now? Okay, how do we do this? Number one, number one, decide what you want. You got to get with the Lord and seriously ask the Lord, thy will be done. What is your will? I'm going to tell you right now, have confidence that he'll give you the right answer. You might have the top five, like you might say, look, number one, I need this amount of money to pay all my bills. Or number two, I need to, or number one, I need to be healed of this ailment or, or, or number whatever. But the one, two, three, four, five thing, write it down. But then make sure you're asking him, what is your will? What is my destiny? What is my divine destiny for, for my life? What is it? And, and so he will reveal it to you. But how do we allow the Lord to get through in this atmosphere around us right now? There's a lot of things going on in the world. Some good, not, lot, not a lot, not so good. Okay, so on online here on armiesforjesus.com, which you see on the screen, is an online book that uh, the Lord led me years ago to put together. It's just made up of scripture. And I'm holding one of the originals, but they're printed out very nicely. Big letters. You can see big print if you can see that. There's a reason for that, because at a glance, you should be able to see it. Now, in here are a number of scriptures, okay, that take, if you read them out loud every day, would take you about, I don't know, 20 24 minutes. Maybe the first time might take a little longer because you're not familiar with it. But as you get familiar with it, you read the Word of God out loud every day. There's also a calendar on this for 90 days. And every day you do this, check off one block in the calendar. I tell people, if you miss a day, start over. Use a different colored ink and start over. Make 90 days in a row. What are you doing? You're taking God's Word. You're speaking it out loud. This book is actually changes your frequency. It'll change your frequency. If you read it out loud and go through the entire book every day, it'll set your mind in place. It'll give you a different frequency to start the day. It is a holy, divine Word of God being spoken over you by you. Now, to make it even more fun, I like to do it, if possible, in, in, a, in, a, in front of a mirror looking in my own eyes. Because I'm speaking to the old man in there, the one that wants to tell me he has all the answers. And I, I like doing that a lot. You speak into your own eyes the Word of God and read it out loud. For instance, the first one is, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm making a decision that, that morning, right there, first thing out of the gate. I am going to make a decision to rejoice and be glad. I don't care what I dreamt about, what I thought about, or what yesterday was. That is a choice. And then you go through and you read these, and in there will be the scriptures. It'll also tell you where the, where this came from, where the scripture came from, in case you want to check it out. This is a process. This is how you renew your mind. Or I don't have time for that. Well, I guess you just go on living the way you, you're going to go on living. But to put in God's Word changes, when you speak God's Word, it releases the frequency that He put on His Word when He spoke it. And to the degree that you believe what you're saying, <coughs> you increase the faith. You increase your frequency. That's how it works. <clears throat> so the quickest way to get a change in your life is to take God's word 
and apply it to what it is. So number one, decide what you want. Number two, find at least three scriptures. Here are probably more, but find at least three scriptures, okay, that you can apply to what you're praying for, right? Number number three, after you found three scriptures, read them, meditate on them. Get them from your head to your heart. Now, how does that work? Well, I told you to do this for 90 days. When you first speak God's word out of your out of your mouth, you'll hear it in your head. And your head might be hearing it for the first time, but over a period of 90 days, <coughs> it'll drop from your head to your heart. Now it's getting down in where the dirt is, where the heart. However, your heart might reject it. Because you might say, I don't really believe that. But you got to keep saying it. Keep believing it. What will happen is it's building your faith. Till finally your, your heart, which is really the floodgate, it is the gate, the filter that goes into the quantum world and brings you everything that's in your life. If you're spending one hour a day doing this or less and spending 15 hours a day worrying and saying it won't work, those 15 hours are going to get you more of that. And this is going to get you at least one hour of the good stuff. But it's you got to change. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We have to renew our mind. Be transformed. Don't be conformed. Anybody, anybody can be broke, busted, sick, and disgusted. Anybody can be undelighted. The Lord tells us delight in his word. Don't be the anybody. Be the son or daughter of God. Be the child of God. Be the one be the one, be the one who does the word, allows the word to come through in a way that all things work together for good because we trust the Lord. Now, an hour goes pretty fast on this program. I'm out of time. I would like to keep talking, but I hope by now you got the message. The message is there's an invisible world. It's all around you. It's working whether you like it or not. Take the the Bible. Take the Word of God, the manufacturer's handbook, and put it to work so you can have what you want. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What a great week. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week on All In. Be blessed. Be happy. Delight in the Lord. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time.